0: Grab your favorite cup, roll it blunt, slide into a nice warm tub, whatever you need to do to get ready for the new tea.
1: Our goal is to uplift, upgrade, and update you on what is happening in the world from a culturally conscious gaze.
0: Of course, we'll throw in some off-color topics to make our subjects more palpable. Welcome, Welcome to, to Urban, Urban Proper. Proper. <sighs> Y'all, listen. It is odd. She should the color, a.k.a. self-proclaimed queen of everything the light touches.
1: And it be me, Darius, the destroyer, self-proclaimed destroyer of all things, including but not limited to the GOP.
0: <laughs> Fuck the GOP. Fuck the whole U.S. government right now. The, the,
1: the reason this episode is called Wash Your Motherfucking Hands is because we need to wash our hands of 2020. I just. Where should I'm we begin? Furious. Where should we begin?
0: So sitting here and um, just going through hot topics that's that's popping up, um, and ha- right now the Senate is in a stalemate about a stimulus package, COVID relief package um, that really should be. More so geared towards the people who have lost their jobs due to COVID for reasons that are not their own, who have been struggling. Um, instead, they're fighting over. The GOP is trying to basically
1: <laughs> shortchange shortchange the American change. people.
0: They, they, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm pissed off. I'm 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 past pissed off. There needs to be another word. I'm I'm furious. I'm furious. Like. They're proposing a one-time $600 stimulus check. You already gave us a punk-ass $1,200 32 weeks ago.
1: 32 weeks.
0: People have...
1: Some people haven't even gotten it. Yes. How about that fact? How about the fact that some people didn't even get the punk-ass $1,200, so would they get the punk-ass
0: $600? They're saying that this is a way to get people their money faster and to basically boost the economy. How are you gonna boost the economy by giving somebody a one time payment of six hundred dollars and it doesn't even cover a lot of people's rent.
1: That is my rent is six hundred dollars where I'm living right now.
0: My rent is six twenty five. So that doesn't even cover my fucking rent. Girl
1: with people,
0: people this is this is the reality. People have been laid some people have been laid off since the beginning of COVID. Yeah. The job market is piss poor. Terrible. It's shitty. You we're competing with mm,
1: everybody. Multiple,
0: a multitude of people.
1: Literally everybody.
0: (laughs) everybody's trying to get a job. And the people who have returned to work, half the time they return to work not making nearly the same amount of money they were making pre-COVID.
1: And to boot, they are putting themselves at such a high risk of getting COVID. Like, and and the biggest catch for me is the fucking unemployment. Now I I've, I've said on previous episodes that I've been laid off. I've been laid off now for three weeks. I think it's been. I've
0: been laid off twice. It's this, not a competition, but I'm just I'm just putting it
1: out there. Yeah, like the, like I've been laid off for two weeks since my job had reopened. This is technically my second layoff too. Yeah, yeah. So we we've been laid off for two weeks, and on the unemployment website it says. Fear of co- of contracting COVID-19 is not a legitimate reason to receive unemployment benefits. Are you fucking kidding me?
0: So you basically want people to put their life at risk, put their, he- their health at risk, put their family at risk. A lot of people are doing so because they are facing evictions, because they're facing um, repossession yep. of their cars, because they can't pay for their um, medical bills, they can't pay for their medication. A lot of people are forced to work in the front line in the grocery stores. Mm-hmm. To um, make
1: minimum yeah. wage, which is what, ten dollars now?
0: I mean, if they I I'm not starting. Let to me
1: end. let me look.
0: But yeah, you, you you're forcing people to either <laughs> it's just um um
1: You're making you're basically making people choose between life and death.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Like, I, I'm just, I'm so pissed off that I, I, am like seeing red right now like that, that whole article there, they're literally stuck on how to craft liability protections for these fucking corporations. So they are not liable for people contracting COVID-19 and dying on the job. So your main concern is protecting these corporations that are worth millions of dollars and basically saying fuck everybody else. Mm-hmm. Fuck the people who are struggling. Mm-hmm. Fuck the people who probably are living with other family members who are probably living in fucking hotels, probably can't even fucking pay for their hotel. Yeah. Like you you're basically saying fuck these people. They don't the $600 is fine. They can stress the $600. When when other countries like Australia is giving people almost $2000 a month.
1: How about the fact that New Zealand is reopened?
0: Reopened and back and back And, and, and action. having
1: concerts and having- Because they learn- did
0: what they, the government did what the fuck they were supposed to do. They shut down. Shut down. They gave, they gave people money so they can survive. So Mask they won't be in, tor- in turmoil, in financial turmoil. And it's just like, we're supposed to be the greatest country in the motherfucking world on this earth, this green planet, this ghetto-ass Florida-ass planet. <laughs> <man. laughs> But you can't even take care of the people who are fucking me.
1: Literally, every other country is looking at us like, "Wow, the ghetto."
0: Like, uh, let me go through this list for y'all. Let me just let me put it in perspective. America's supposed to be the greatest country in the world, right? And isn't isn't that the isn't that the Isn't that the, isn't that the like,
1: Yeah, that's that's what they <laughs> I say. I can't
0: even talk. Like, <laughs> that's, that's what y'all talking about? Like, that's
1: what they say. But
0: guess what? Australia's giving. A stimulus relief fund of almost two thousand dollars a month. Canada is giving almost fifteen hundred dollars a month. Denmark is giving up to almost thirty three hundred dollars a month. France is giving almost up to seventy six thousand, I'll be hundred dollars a month. Germany the same thing. Ireland almost eighteen hundred dollars a month. The UK up to. Over $3,000 a month. But the U.S., no, they gave us $1,200 stimulus check to last for 32 weeks.
1: Mind you, these countries are doing this a month. A month. Not once, not at the beginning of quarantine, not at the beginning of the, the pandemic. A month. A month. They are doing this. Are you fucking serious? Like, you... They talk so much about rebuilding the economy. The economy, the economy, the economy. Fuck the economy. There are going to be no people in America left if we don't get the virus under control and we don't fund the people who are literally struggling to make do.
0: Y'all just gonna incite more riots.
1: Yeah. But it's about time to just overthrow the government, honestly. It's
0: just it's at this point, it's just ridiculous.
1: It's crazy. it's it is it's nuts.
0: literally it's supposed to go says on the 11th, and today is the 10th. Mm-hmm. um Tomorrow's the 11th. If they don't come to a conclusion,
1: they got Unemployment benefits again. are
0: supposed to end. The COVID unemployment benefits are supposed to end on December 26th. That's in a couple of months. Couple of weeks. a Couple of weeks. I'm sorry, a couple of weeks. I'm sorry, I'm so pissed off. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm fucking I can't talk straight. Uh, I'm just... Yeah, it's... It, at this point and it's been at this point, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. It's fucking disgusting. Get y'all head out y'all fucking asses and help the people. Because uh, at, at the end of the day, when y'all go on recess and y'all go back to y'all lodges and your winter homes in Florida and your vacation spots, y'all fine.
1: Y'all good. And just because people went back to work doesn't mean that they are okay. People had to. You literally forced people to go back to work because you cut all kinds of extra benefits that people were literally needing, needing, not wanting, not asking for, needing,
0: needing, not not just for the sake of just sitting at home on their asses collecting checks. People need you. You you probably don't even understand that six hundred dollars. People are probably months behind on rent. This. At this point. Yeah. Months behind on their car note at this point. Months behind on their utility bills at this
1: point. Yeah. And what about the people who are already behind before this? Yeah. Like, there are people who are already in debt who are in even more debt now. And there are people who weren't in debt who are in debt now. Like, you cannot sit in your high fucking horse and tell me that you don't see that people need financial relief now. They needed it months ago. They needed it after that first $1,200 check. Like, I don't get it. I don't get what is so, what bitch McConnell and the rest of the fucking GOP can't get through their thick fucking skulls.
0: And they're literally trying to point the finger at the Democrats. And the Democrats are really trying to fight, like, okay, we, we need, people need more money. You're focusing on corporations but the people are the ones that need the
1: money. Because fuck a corporation. They have plenty of money to be okay. But you know what? I can't buy shit from your corporations if I don't have the money to buy it. Yeah. So fuck your corporation. Fuck bailing them out.
0: Help the small businesses. Help the people.
1: Do you know how many? So there, it's estimated that over a million small restaurants will close this year. I think before it was like, like over. 70% mm-hmm.
0: of, of restaurants went
1: under. I am scared. Yeah. Like, genuinely, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do if my restaurant closes.
0: Like, people are, people are running out of their money in their savings account. Um, I'm in a group on Facebook, uh, an unemployment group. And this one lady, she's, not, she's barely getting $200 a week. She already exhausted her regular unemployment. So when this ends, what the fuck are people supposed to do? We can't go to our, our fathers and our grandfathers and our grandmothers and ask for a fall, small fucking loan of a million dollars, you fucking bitches.
1: Like, figure it the fuck out.
0: Wake the fuck up. I like, uh, this This episode was supposed to go in a completely different direction.
1: Yeah, but fuck that.
0: Fuck that. It's just... Uh, I'm all fucking tired. People are tired. And if people go to the streets and they riot and they fucking loot So fucking be it that's gonna open your eyes. That's like the only way to open your eyes Yeah, to realize that what the fuck is going on
1: and even that won't do it
0: wow. That's the
1: sad thing about it We could go into the streets and riot and loot and we could go to Capitol motherfucking hill and rob every single one of them blind And they would be like there's. They're savages. They, they, they're ungrateful. We gave them this. This, this. no. What
0: are people supposed to do? What, are what do, what do you expect
1: do? for the American people to do if they can't go to work every day? If they can't make the money themselves? You always talk about making the money or pull yourself up by your bootstraps. How am I gonna do that when you didn't give me any boots?
0: And if you do go out and get a job, that's on, is on the front line in the grocery stores. You're putting yourself at risk of contracting COVID. Because this to be completely honest, people aren't really being responsible for themselves, for other people. They're not taking the precautions that they should be taking, like getting tested regularly, wearing masks regularly. Um,
1: and you get, in, in Missouri specifically, I'm going to speak about Missouri for just a hot second. We have a governor who is Republican, who is probably one of the leading people behind the fucking a thing that we will get to later in this episode. And this bitch-ass, punk-ass motherfucker, Mike Parson, you know who the fuck you are, refuses to set a mask mandate through the entire state of Missouri. Right
0: now, I think Missouri is in number five.
1: Now. Number five. For the simple fact of not wanting, of of he's basing it basically off of people will be will do the right thing. Missouri is number five.
0: They're not going to do the right thing. And People are selfish by nature.
1: Selfish by nature, and Missouri is one of the reddest states. They don't get no redder than Missouri than probably Texas.
0: And only Texas because Texas is about three, four, eight times bigger than but, Missouri. And listen, <laughs> if Missouri
1: were any bigger, it would be a second Texas. Like, Missouri is a red state. St. Louis, Kansas City... I think Springfield are all little pockets of blue in a sea of red. And you get all these people, so St. Louis County restaurants shut down. You get all these people coming from Jeffco, from St. Charles, from all these other places that don't have mask mandates, that don't have social distancing guidelines anymore, who just said, fuck it, the virus isn't real. And they come here and they bring the virus here.
0: Tell the people, tell the 200, if over 200, 200- people who die from covid that covid isn't real tell the yep. people who basically fear for their lives on their deathbed choking on their own mucus that covid isn't real tell the
1: people who have tested positive thank you twice like
0: <laughs> like twice for covid because it went to the front line went back to work interacting with people and contracting
1: COVID. Who don't give a fuck about themselves or anybody else around them. Like, you got to be kidding me. You really, truly have to be kidding me if you think that people are just going to, quote, do the right thing. Yeah, some people are. I am. She, she is. The people in our direct lives are. But I live with people who are high risk. Yes. And I could go out and get a job. But... What if I bring something home because some fucktard from Arnold decided that he didn't want to wear a mask when he came into my job and now I have COVID. Mm-hmm. And now my mom has COVID and my grandparents have COVID. Mm-hmm. And potentially my nieces get COVID. Like, that's how it happens. It's that's a how it spreads.
0: Thing. It's a snowball effect. And it's just beyond. So... many at this point.
1: To carry. This episode forward because we could.
0: We could rant all, I
1: can rant all day. We could rant all day about this shit. By the way, minimum wage in Missouri is only eight dollars and sixty cent an hour. Wow. So it
0: did at one point go up to ten dollars, so somebody had to vote for it to decrease. Oh yeah. That's ridiculous. I
1: believe fifteen dollars was on the ballot this year, and it got totally, completely denied. Even though a lot of the people <sighs> that I'm it's sure voted like, to it's the a
0: wage. Yeah. It's a it's, it's a living wage, and you and it's a living wage that you don't even live
1: comfortably. I've seen so many people online on my Facebook feed who are like, when fucking Joe Biden increases the minimum wage and the cost of living goes up, don't be mad at me. Okay, The first cost of living
0: has continuously went up
1: and the cost, exponentially. Exponentially, and the the amount of money that people make is not a living wage. So do you really think do you seriously and i had to comment on a friend's post because i was like you fucking dumb bitch do you seriously think that do you would you rather get paid 15 dollars an hour make a living wage and the cost of living rise um congruent to the cost of uh minimum wage or would you rather the cost of living continue rising exponentially and the minimum wage staying what it was for the past 20 years or more
0: and let me put perspective because when I got my first job um, I was 16 so that was 2006 mm-hmm. um, minimum wage was 665 665 um, and <laughs> it's it's 860 now mm-hmm. 860 so you mean to tell me in 14 years minimum wage has only
1: raised a dollar and 98 cents. But the cost of
0: living- Sorry, 95 cents. The cost of
1: living has gone up by way more. As a matter of fact, let me-
0: why Darius is looking that up? I'm just gonna speak on the ridiculousness and just a perfect example of people not giving a fuck about the people around them. So there was a couple, um, that was arrested in Hawaii for knowingly boarding a flight with COVID from California to Hawaii. Um, they have been charged with reckless, reckless endangerment. And honestly, they really should be charged with attempted fucking manslaughter or murder or mm-hmm. something, because that's, that's definitely what it was. Yep. Um, they boarded a United Airlines flight with their four-year-old son. So not only did y'all have COVID, <laughs> um, y'all, y'all boarding the flight and trying to go on a trip with your son. Um, they boarded through San Francisco International Airports. And uh, once they landed in Hawaii, they were escorted by police and re- and, and arrested for second-degree reckless endangerment. And Child Protective Services was also notified. So it's like you, you knew that you had COVID and you basically said, fuck everybody that's going to be in close proximity with me. Fuck everybody that's going to be on this flight with me. Mm -hmm. I want to go to Hawaii.
1: I'm going to take the Rona to Hawaii. Uh,
0: and, And it's the amount of people that have, that were potentially infected by this couple it's like it's 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 like seven degrees of separation. Like it's just if you were sitting next to them on a plane, if you came in contact with them, if you touched something that they touch, you potentially and probably a lot of people didn't go get tested or didn't you know wasn't notified properly. But it's that's the whole point. This is what's going on. This is why COVID has not went away. This is why the numbers are
1: steadily rising. Right like, right.
0: Completely rising at an exponential rate like it's just how dare you how selfish should be
1: like truthfully i don't even know where to begin with that like i don't even know where to begin with that um going back for a hot second to um the cost of living in missouri so, essentially, it costs $159,500 to live in Missouri. It costs how much? $159,000. A year? Excuse me. Yeah, $500 to live in Missouri. According to this, we're like number 69 on the list of... um. Oh, we're no Wait, hold on. Out, out of 100, we're number 69.
0: And we're talking about that number is a medium house cost, right? That's
1: a medium home cost.
0: So let's let's just do some math here. So somebody working fifteen, 15 making $15 an hour, right? Mm-hmm. Now let's just say that they are full-time. So that's 40 hours a week, mm-hmm. right? And most of the time, and that's before taxes, that's $600. Most of the time, you're getting paid bi-weekly, right? So let's mm-hmm. that's, that's multiply that by two. So you're making twelve hundred dollars before taxes. Mm-hmm. And that's not to include health insurance, dental insurance that's being taken out of your check, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's 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 bi weekly you're making twelve hundred dollars. And it might sound like a lot when you're talking about it, but it really isn't. Um, and then you're just let's both buy two. That's, to
1: that's gross income. That's not net. That's, that's what that's not what you bring home.
0: Yeah, and so that's that's twenty four hundred dollars a month, and that's not including um, paying rent, paying utilities. Um, we're just going to talk about essentials: um, paying health insurance that you're now by law supposed to carry. Um, and so that's 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 twenty four hundred dollars a month, right? Isn't it
1: fucked that we have to legally have health insurance but can't afford in health insurance? <laughs> so
0: yeah, let me, let me, let me. So at the end of the year right and that's Mm -hmm. not accounting for like I said taking out insurance and taxes out of your check that's less than $30,000 a month I mean a year I'm sorry that's $28,800 a year did I do
1: something for you? you had to Darius is not good at math okay shut
0: up (laughs) (laughs) so
1: back to your numbers Mm -hmm. so you
0: $28,800 if minimum wage was set at $15 an hour
1: Currently, minimum wage in Missouri is $8.60 an hour. That is $16,512 a year. Not including taxes. Taxes or paying rent or, you know, no taxes and insurance if you work a full-time job that pays you insurance, which most likely you don't because you make $8 an hour. <laughs> like, um, we're about, you know, owning this home whew, about 100000 or more dollars off. And like like $140,000 off.
0: And like I said in a previous episode, um, I was watching uh, Queen Gambit? Is that what mm-hmm. it's called on Netflix? Yeah. And long story short, she bought a home for like a home, a three-bedroom home, for less than $7,000 in the sixties. So when you fucking boomers (laughs) talk about how the millennials have destroyed the economy, they're no longer buying homes. We can't fucking afford it. Y'all not paying us. Y'all tuition was $2,000 a year.
1: And that's what most of us make in two months. (laughs) Like, That's two months' worth of income for a lot of people. And, like, there's literal people out here who don't believe in inflation, who don't think that paying people more isn't going to solve the economic crises of people who live in poverty. But these numbers are vastly different than what you think.
0: Like the system is literally designed to keep the poor poor. Basically, I mean, yeah, when you sit down and think about it, it's, it's designed for you not to be able to gain assets, and assets are properties, right? Assets are, um, stocks and bonds. Mm-hmm. Um, you put people in a cycle of living from paycheck to paycheck, and literally in the black community, it's the term robbing Peter to pay Paul. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like, okay, well, it, I got a a disconnect notice for, um, hypothetically, I got a disconnect notice for my light bill. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't paying my gas bill, that's due, but now I'm going to have to take this money and put it towards my light bill. So So I can keep lights in my house, right? Uh, And a lot of people are now working from home when they have to keep their lights on. Mm -hmm. Uh, But a lot of these companies, (laughs) these positions that were $16 an hour, $18 an hour, are now trying to pay people $10 an hour, $12 an hour. They're thinking because they don't have to commute to work anymore that, oh, we can pay them less. But uh, the whole reality is they're spending more time at home.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. You're not providing them with internet. Services, so that, that's 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 an expense right there that they have to have to be able to work Yeah, so they don't Get fired and potentially not be able to qualify for unemployment um, They're also Burning up more electricity because they're at home yep. using this computer. So their bills are higher. Yes, their bills are higher and It's a cycle.
1: It's a never-ending cycle for impoverished people especially impoverished people who haven't been taught to be financially literate.
0: But how can you be financially literate? <laughs> in a pandemic. In pandemic, if you're not getting compensated.
1: Exactly. And it people, all circles back to pay us more motherfucking money.
0: And these people are the front line people of your company. These are the people who are your customer service representatives, um, who are your grocery stores. So basically, the cogs... And gears that are keeping your company flowing—that's keeping the CEOs and everybody that's in the C-suite and all the upper management flowing in money. Mm-hmm. These are the people who interact with customers that are bringing business and continue with the business to your company.
1: Yep, yeah, they keep your—they are the lungs and heart of your organization.
0: Yes, pay people
1: a living wage. A living fucking wage. And it's so sad to see people post about the cost of living going up or, you know, p- raising the minimum minimum wage and that being a bad thing and knowing that it's because they're taught that poverty is the only way to live. Like it's so disheartening to know that people will sit here and say they want better for themselves, but they don't even know what better for themselves is. It's so disrespectful to put people in a position of poverty to impoverish whole generations of people and then make them feel bad for wanting more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like what the fuck
0: this year is just if 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 your eyes are still closed and you don't understand what's going on It's just willful ignorance. You don't want to understand. You don't want to help implement change. You're part of the fucking problem. You're a huge part of the problem. And that's just a segue into Darius, um, the latest loss of black lives.
1: Okay, so I saw this on a a white friend's profile, actually, a couple days ago. Um, yet another black man has been killed by the police uh, his name uh, is Casey Goodson, remember it say it loud uh, he was 23 year, th- twenty-three years old I'm sorry, and he was murdered by a police officer by the name of, let me make sure that I get his name correct so that we remember it
0: I remember what a lowlife life this motherfucker is
1: Jason Mead. J A S O N M E A D E, a 17 year quote veteran of the force, uh, murdered Goodson in cold blood, putting his key in his door at home. Literally. Carrying come sandwiches. Down. From the dentist. He had had a dentist appointment. This is what I'm reading from the article. He had had a dentist appointment. He was bringing food home for his family and he was shot entering his door.
0: To be found by who?
1: His five year old, I uh, believe it was his little cousin and his 72 year old grandmother.
0: No threat, at all. No threat. Was literally murdered again because he, and this is and this is a cycle, because people who have murdered black people in cold blood, the people who wear blue, the blue live people, mm-hmm. quote unquote, the people who are supposed to protect and serve, because they are not being reprimanded properly, because they're not being charged with these murders, people continuously think it's okay to repeat this cycle.
1: I don't know if we've given the history of the police on the podcast. No, we need to do an let episode. Me, let me just give you a brief, and we'll do an episode on it later, but let me give you a brief history of the police. The police was created after slavery was ended to police black people. Not to police white people, not to uh, wrangle, quote-unquote, white people, To keep black people in their place, literally is the whole entire creation of the police and you know that started from the KKK. So, to A, come to me and say that blue lives matter, fuck you, my skin is black all day, every day. There's
0: no such thing as as a blue life because in the day, you take that, and we talked about this, you take that uniform off. Mm -hmm. It's not a culture. It's not. A, it's, I mean, it's a culture. It's a fucked up culture, mm-hmm. ingrained in hatred, in yeah. prejudice, and racism. Yeah. Um But at the end of the day, you take that off, and a lot of off-duty black officers have been killed.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: It's it's just like it's. It
1: it is it is inherent in the police force to hate black people. And it,
0: people who I'm sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. But have whistleblowed and have reported these instances um, have swiftly and quickly been removed from the force, mm-hmm. Way swiftly and quickly than people who have had multiple <clears throat> um, complaints. Yep.
1: Of using an excessive force, of, you know, and that just is. It brings more relevance to the abolish the police. <laughs> Defund the police, get rid of them, create a, an entirely new justice system.
0: Yeah, and in all reality, it, it takes them out like six months to mm-hmm. train to yep. be a police officer, but to practice law, um, I think a minimum of... It it's
1: like eight years to be a lawyer yes
0: it, it, it needs you need to go through the same process yeah you need to understand the law in its entirety you need an extensive background check an extensive psychological check mm-hmm. an extensive um some kind of prejudice racist check I, I, it, needs, it needs to be if you
1: have any photo of you holding a fish you cannot be a, a, a police officer <laughs> It, oh, when just, you send the profile if there's a Confederate flag, you cannot be a police officer.
0: It's it's just
1: I just it 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 is it is inherent. It is literally ingrained in the base base creation of the police force is racist. You cannot you can't push that piece of history aside. You wanna uh, uh, remove black history from schools and like not teach black kids about where they came from, who they are about actual black heritage but you also don't want to teach these white kids about where they came from too mm-hmm. they need to learn about the KKK they need to learn about you know where racism started cause it sure the fuck didn't start with us
0: <laughs> if you don't know your history you are liable to repeat the same mm-hmm. shit over and over again
1: yeah. and
0: that's just of it. So, I'm fucking tired. I'm 30 years old, I, and I'm tired, and I'm pretty sure. And this shit has been going on for a long time. Um, my grandfather was um, from the south, from Tennessee, mm-hmm. um, Tiptonville or Dyersburg. I, I I confuse the cities because my grandma's from one, he's from the other. Um, he went in the military. Um, he made some good money. He bought his parents' home. Um, mm-hmm. He had a nice car. They called him Blue because he had a blue Ford. Um, <laughs> He was at a gas station pumping his gas in the seventies. My mom was born in seventy-five. Okay, a young mother. Um, literally, a guy took a cigarette at him and burned over eighty percent of my grandfather's body because he, oh was, he was jealous that this black man had a better car than him. Why have I never heard this story? Yeah, it's just it's it's yeah yeah. So my grandfather, he has like burns and on his hands and stuff. I remember asking him when I was little when he probably told me the story when I was about probably 19. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah.
1: But like that's the reality of being black. The
0: reality of being black and mind your own motherfucking business. Mind
1: your own business and having better things than a white person. hmm You can't have this car. You're black.
0: Yeah.
1: Why? You can't live in this neighborhood. Why? Why do I need to prove to Why you that I live is, in this neighborhood? this
0: black person making more money than me? Why is this? It, it's
1: how did you acquire this? How did you get because I beat, you know, I and beat he was the a veteran
0: island. at that point. He was a veteran of the United States Marines. He served this country.
1: And this country don't give a fuck about him. As a veteran and a black man, because veterans don't get no kind of nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just.
1: Um uh, speaking of First of all, rest in peace to Casey Goodson. All of my my love and positive energy to you and your family. It's
0: just uh, I'm sorry to people being hashtags like black. I am hashtags, so sad
1: hashtags. that
0: uh, it's at this point it's ridiculous. I and the this, trauma
1: that kid and his grandmother have and experienced, and it's just repeating
0: the cycle. It's repeating the cycle of not trusting the police. He mm-hmm. literally was coming home from a dentist appointment with sandwiches to feed his family. He that had,
1: and like, you had literally no just cause, none whatsoever. Allegedly, apparently, the, the police officer said that he saw him driving with a gun. But even if you did, his family then was like, yeah, he's licensed to carry. And in Ohio, where this happened, Columbus, Ohio, there is no concealed carry law. Just like there's no concealed carry law in Missouri. So, you had no reason, right, or... um no reason or right to pull to shoot him. To you didn't even pull him over. Life. You didn't even acknowledge that he was a human being. You shot him in cold blood. That's fucking nuts, man. And that's the reality of being black is that that could happen at any moment to anybody.
0: So when you tell us to get over this shit and build a bridge and get over it, it's in the past, it's literally not in the past. It's literally an episode of Fresh Prince from the early 90s. Where Jazz is in the courtroom and they're telling him to put his hands down. He's like, no, because I'm. If I put my hands down, I have five warning shots in my back, mm-hmm. and that's the reality. Still, in 2020, mm-hmm. over tw- over over 20 mm-hmm. years later,
1: there's no getting over things that are continuing to happen and traumatize us to this day, to this minute, to this hour, to this second. We are continuously traumatized by watching our brothers and sisters get killed in the streets or in their homes or, you know, unlawfully arrested for a possession of marijuana and put in jail for 20, 30, 40, 50 years.
0: Why now people are being celebrated for opening dispensaries and basically selling weed and people are still sitting in jail from nonviolent marijuana drug charges?
1: For and people
0: are making millions of dollars a year. White men White are men. making millions of dollars a year off of weed.
1: Do you not see the difference? Do you not do you not see that literally the only difference is skin color? The only difference is skin color.
0: And, and to kind of back it up too, um, what one of my favorite people that um I kind of get I guess recognized or discovered during. COVID is mayor lightfoot of chicago oh uh, mayor lightfoot <laughs> um, my goodness um there i think what was it? we i'm not, i'm not quite certain the time frame um which weed was legalized in illinois but oh it's been
1: a minute hasn't it, it? Um, it's
0: i think it's, it's probably within the last year
1: pre-rona i believe
0: yeah um at the
1: at the least at the earliest pre-rona
0: yeah, so in Chicago, um, a lot of people have, you have to apply for a permit, you have to have, show, mm-hmm. you know, go the credentials. Mm-hmm. And of the approvals, the majority were white people, white men. And Mayor Lightfoot, being a black woman, um, black queer woman, th- was, that did not sit well with her. And she made them reevaluate um, the license, this um because it's just like well, why, why why, are these people being approved because they're white and why are these people that are meeting the credentials are meeting the minimal requirements to have their license in order to have a dispensary or a growth form or whatever have you being denied like what was what's the problem why is this so disproportionate mm-hmm. um so you know she's 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 one of my favorites She just don't give a damn she speaks what the fuck she wants to speak she unapologetic for it and And yeah.
1: This this is why we need more black women.
0: We need more black people.
1: Black people, people, but specifically black women. Yeah! We need more black women in positions of power, man. Like,
0: Yes, and we we need to reclaim our time, as Maxine Waters Mm. (laughs) says. We need to implement change. Yeah. we need to open the American people's eyes and the American government eyes to their failures um, of black people and marginalized people. Um, And we can't do so with the 60 year old, 70 year old um, motherfuckers that's been in office forever that have these outdated um, and actually inaccurate viewpoints. You can't
1: speak for me if you haven't lived my existence. Mm -hmm. You are an old white man, or even an old white woman. You have not lived the experience of this 27-year-old black man. Mm -hmm. You have not. You have not lived the experience of any black person on this planet. There is no possible way that you can tell me what is right for me.
0: And you, you know, coming from Squalor and rising up, does not make you relatable to the black experience. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. And there's so many people who, who approach me with that, the whole, or, you know, my family struggled too. That's fine. Good for you. But still, <laughs> at the end of the day, you don't have to worry about going home from the dentist and trying to feed your, give your family sandwiches and being shot in the back while opening your
1: front door. Front door. To a home you have keys to.
0: You don't have to worry about uh, getting your next step done for eight whole minutes while the world watches you fucking die. You don't have to worry about your um, 15 year old walking home from the store with Skittles in Arizona being gunned down because he's fucking black and oh. looks suspicious. You don't have to worry about running through a fucking neighborhood that you live in trying to get some exercises and motherfuckers ex- executing. You. you don't have to worry about that. That's not your fucking reality. So don't sit here and try to compare you coming up from squalor to literally having to watch your every move to make sure that you are fitting in this cookie cutter ass bubble to make sure you're safe.
1: That's the craziest thing about being black is most things we do are just to exist literally always like we just want to walk down the street man like we I just want to I want I want to be able to take my nieces and nephews to the store without being followed around I want to be able to take my I want to be able to buy a water gun for my fucking nephew and not worry about him being the next little kid shot because he has a water gun Yeah
0: the next to me right yeah
1: like that's a 13 year old child they killed. 13 years old
0: came out the car and just shooting the gun, just shooting the gun.
1: Didn't it? And they don't. Black think, little boy. And that's the thing. They don't think twice about it. They don't even stop to to take in. Is this a real gun? You are supposed to be a trained police officer. You don't even take the time to think about whether or not this just, is right.
0: is that? The fact that you get out the car and you see this little person. And your first reaction is to shoot.
1: I felt threatened by a 13 year old child. Aren't you a trained police officer? You felt threatened by a 13 year old child.
0: You know, everything that black people do code from code switching. Oh my God, um, code switching. Uh-huh. To um, literally when I have interviews, especially with during COVID, um, virtual interviews, um, I, I've started my process of, of locking my hair. Um, I have to make sure I put on a wig and I have to make sure that it is a wig that lives up to the European standard. That isn't going to, uh, that isn't going to basically just like, you know.
1: Do you, you had another not lived experience from white people literally being kicked out of school for having hair.
0: Oh yeah, because you, you have braids. Yeah, or because you have locks or Or not being able to compete in a tournament or a wrestling tournament because you have locks. And literally having to sit there. It's a part of your culture. Having to sit there and have your locks cut off in front of everybody. By a white woman. In order to compete.
1: By a white woman. That, when I tell you my, oh my God, I just got so hot. That made my blood boil. Because who the fuck do you think you are to cut this man's dreads off? Nope, not dress. His locks off because you think they are wrong. And Bitch, how, what if I came up to you and cut your stringy-ass,
0: bleach-blonde-ass <laughs> hair off?
1: That is disrespectful and ugly to me. I don't like it. You can't work for me. Yeah. Are you kidding me?
0: Oh, you have blue eyes. There's no way, no Mm-mm. way you can work here. Mm-mm.
1: Can't do it. Mm-mm. Sorry.
0: That's, that's the whole existence of, of being black. You have to fit yourself into this cookie-cutter bubble for lack of a better uh, colloquialism or euphemism, and you have to code switch, like the way I talk right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm in an interview, no, I, I don't. Completely different. Completely different. Completely I have different. to raise my voice and Um
1: And you have to you have to wait. Once you get the job, you have to wait a couple months to see if you can actually be. Uh, let, let them in on a little bit more of who you are when you work in a predominantly white field you're like okay alright they, they seem cool but if I drop this octave a little bit and I change up the way I talk are they still gonna be okay with how Or a
0: Or a girl slip out.
1: Girl.
0: Or oh my bad.
1: Yeah like
0: slip out and it's just it's it's tiring and it's exhausting and um, shout out to uh Big Mouth on Netflix. I keep talking Oh my God, Netflix. the code switching episode. The code switching episode.
1: Oh, uh, code switching.
0: It's the truth. <laughs> it's, it's for every situation to make yourself not seem like a threat, you have to code switch. Yep.
1: And if you need to know more about code switching, we actually did an episode about code switching uh, in season one or yeah. two, I think. I can't yeah. remember exactly which episode it is, but go back and listen. We did a whole episode about being black.
0: <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's linked. To talk about being black is it is lit um like if you watch this video me dairy is we literally um start dancing off nothing uh, nothing uh we, our hair defies gravity our, our skin uh is heavily metal and melanated and we're coming different flavors of fucking chocolate ice cream um uh, <laughs> it's just it's 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 tiring and you better be glad that all black people want in this country is what we're owed. The right to to, live.
1: To exist on this green, quickly turning to brown earth. Like, truthfully, as a black man, take queer out of the equation. As a black man, I don't want my nephews to be afraid to live. And a lot of us don't even realize how afraid we are to live, to be black, to just be black. I just wanna celebrate my blackness, that's it.
0: I I have two brothers, um, both very tall and big body frame, dark skinned black men. I fear for them every day and now I have a nephew that's two years old uh, that I fear for Um, I fear for my own life Um, and every time uh, uh, I'm on the road and I see a black person pulled over by the police I just pray to God that they make it home safe Mm -hmm. I pray to God they don't end up as another hashtag um, and another reason why uh, we're hitting the streets and protesting.
1: Yeah, we deserve more than that. Um and I'ma say that again, we deserve more than that. So much more than
0: that. And it's just it's just so much wrong. It's just so much wrong. <laughs> it's so much wrong in this country. Uh, yeah, it's but in, in other news i kind of trying to change it Switch it up a little bit. Um, Shout out to the new uh, Cali DA, um, George George Gaston. I'm probably saying his name wrong. Um, um, He's actually making um, his campaign promises true. true. Um, He's coming in and is trying to eliminate the death penalty in California um, Mm -hmm. County. He is um, reopening cases um, back to 2012. Um, and has, um, or is in the process of implementing a use of force review board that is going to comprise of civil rights attorneys, members of, um, the community and policing experts, um, to review law enforcement, federal use of, um, force. Um, so just, just we just hope that the, the right people are going to end up on this committee, this review board and actually implement change and actually take a look at these cases and realize that these people, a lot of these people were murdered in cold mm-hmm. blood because these people were racist. Um, yeah. But um, he, he is actually trying to make headway and I hope he's just not, you know, just saying this for the sake of saying it. we actually hope that I'm going to come back and circle around on you, Mr. George. Um, we're the, watching you. We're watching you. Okay um so it's, it's i'm excited about it but um i'm trying not to get so excited because i actually want to see change. i want to see yeah um cautiously actually. optimistic yes yes
1: cautiously optimistic
0: yes and, that, and that's how we that is the that's how black experience Yes, exactly <laughs> and that's how we we should approach a lot of the politicians and we we, we we get too excited about promises and really don't have to follow up and pay attention. We're we're too distracted uh, with other shit, other stupid shit about celebrity lives and this shit. Not saying that their lives don't matter, but um, there's more important things to pay attention to and to uh, focus on. And a lot of this shit is geared to. Um, distract us and if you guys mm-hmm. watch the kid Netflix sponsor us kay? Netflix um Social Dilemma on Netflix really talks about how social media is created to be addictive mm-hmm. um and only um they're the only industry other than the drug industry that calls their customers users and let us that sink in a user is somebody who's addicted <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: you really have to think about that um so it's it, it's been orchestrated and invented to distract us from the most important things that are going on. And it's cool to have hobbies. It's cool to, um, you know, be a fan of somebody. But we really, um, as a whole generation and as a society, have really been it's, it's too enthralled in the lives of of the rich and famous, and mm-hmm. really try to model ourselves after that. Which you really can't. You don't you 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 make a hundred thousand dollars a year, you shouldn't be going out and trying to buy 88000 eighty eight thousand dollar purse to try to keep up with, with Card. Cardi B. Um
1: You should be investing. You should be investing so that one day you can't afford that eighty eight thousand yeah. dollar purse. You
0: shouldn't be um, you know, making minimum wage and, and I'm not gonna try I'm not trying to police how people spend their money, but it's just it's 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 geared to be a never ending cycle is my point.
1: Yeah, social media forces you to try and live above your means and keep up with the Joneses as we say and and put on this front that your life is better than it is and you may have a good life, you may have a great life. But nobody gives a fuck about what you bought or what you, you know, this or that or how much you spent on this or, you know, I love seeing pictures of my friends vacations. Yeah. I love seeing that my friends do that kind of shit. I love seeing pictures of, you know, uh people's lives and how they're doing, but I don't really give a fuck.
0: <laughs> it's like I, it's it's not a competition for me personally. No. And I'm not. one of the few that that thinks that way. Uh, I want to see everybody winning. Exactly. And it's just if if we if we t- if we kind of took a little bit of that focus away from what the hell Hardy B and uh, offset are doing or what how how many chicks he cheat cheated on her with and really focus on politics and make sure that we're voting in our local elections and making sure we're paying attention and doing our research. As much as you do your research about people go on Twitter and literally research and find shit. You literally went on Facebook and researched and went through JT's tweets and found tweets, brought back tweets from 2018, you can do the same thing when it comes to your local officials. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying take that energy and what you're doing and, directed, and
1: redirect it. Yes. Direct it towards bettering not just yourself but the entire black community, man. Like we need to get to we we need to stand together more now than ever. We need to dead these, these barriers between black people, black pe- black light skinned people, black dark-skinned people, black Queer people, black trans people. We need to dead black these various... Black African barriers. people, black, black Af- European people. We're black, everywhere.
0: Black Caribbean people, black Latino people. We just, we need to come together as a whole because together they're scared of us. Mm-hmm.
1: My mama, my mama always used to tell me that there was nothing white man feared more than an educated black man.
0: It's not. An educated it's black not. person.
1: I'm not just going to say man, an educated black person. Yeah, and there's and a quote
0: from the, um, the CIA director in the 60s that said the biggest threat to America or white America, is based on paraphrasing, is the black community being together and being whole and being one. They're scared of it. And they put, they literally implemented and put a lot of things in our communities that have broken us apart, that have broken us. Mm And it's like it's taking forever to fix it because these these things are still in place.
1: And they won't not be in place until we fix it ourselves. Yeah. And that's just the real tea. And I don't care how much you do or don't want to be involved in politics, because I don't really give two fucks about politics, but I know that every single politician is lying. Yeah. Whether they're a Democrat, Republican, black or white, they're lying. Yeah. And it's time to put people who will not lie in positions of power.
0: Mm-hmm. The people that actually give a fuck about the people who give a fuck about actual progressive change. Mm-hmm. And progressive change is the equality of all people, marginalized and not, yep. of poor people, of, of advancements, opportunities for poor people, advancement opportunities for poor people, of, um, of, of people of color, mm-hmm. um, education. They don't give a fuck about education. We're, we're falling so far behind other Countries in education. Because
1: we choose to put so much emphasis on things like fucking bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) Like there's so many things like in China, kids learn English and Chinese at the same time.
0: Yeah, we don't. We're 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 basically neighbors to a French-speaking country Mm -hmm. and a Spanish-speaking country. We're actually surrounded. Um, the southern border of the United States, by Spanish-speaking countries. And
1: we just refuse. We offer Spanish, French, and German.
0: In middle school, you really should be offering your race owner but, we
1: should be teaching kids another language from the day they start school. Yeah, simultaneously.
0: And speaking of, you know, little having a D D moment. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm really like really pissed off, y'all. And I know y'all can hear it in my voice. It's just I'm fucking tired out of all this stupid shit. But uh, there was a video that surfaced earlier of this Asian lady and her daughter. Her daughter is bawling her eyes out. Um, from my understanding, she's Chinese descent. Mm-hmm. She watched Mulan and i guess they're they're i haven't seen the Mulan movie the, the, the live action the live action one i haven't seen it yet but um, i I'm, I'm guessing that they were um you know i'm assuming and i could be wrong they were speaking chinese in the movie mm-hmm. and the little girl's crying she's like i'm chinese and i don't know how to speak chinese mm-hmm. and i want to speak chinese like she was saying have like her grandma and her grandpa she's like how can i be Chinese? <laughs> and it's like why are you like you you have it why aren't you teaching your children your, your, your native language. language. Yeah. Like, why aren't
1: you doing that? I have a friend who is Mexican. I believe she's Mexican. Mm-hmm. And her whole family speaks Spanish, but she doesn't.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's, yeah. That's like, very prevalent in I, the Latino community.
1: It's so nuts to me. I would not want to lose that culture. Yeah. As a black person, I've already lost so much of my culture. Yes! That I am so Slowly discovering, I'm slowly discovering this native heritage and all of this other heritage. I have German heritage, bitch. Like, yeah. My last name is German, and I'm slowly discovering all these things about myself and putting the pieces together. But so many people are born just with it. Yeah. Like your heritage is there for you. It's
0: there. It's literally a generation removed. Yeah. Or two generations removed. And, and we don't not, fucking. We're not have. teaching me. And, and and you mean. You can get so much further in life, and learning like, knowing a foreign language or learning your native language. Um, Yeah, it's
1: just that just made me bitch. I'm about to re-download Duolingo.
0: Listen, I think Duolingo charges now. Uh-huh. I think. Oh, uh-huh. I, I need to, I need to get back on learning Spanish because that's that's one thing that you know, learning about my Afro-Latino heritage. I don't know how to speak Spanish, and it, it it's it's a it's a huge disconnect mm-hmm. and not even just for the people who are just now newly discovering uh heritage it's also people who know their heritage it's very close to their heritage like i said a generation removed don't know how to speak the language mm-hmm. so yeah we went through a whole bunch of emotion rage being fed fuck up
1: this is two heavy episodes back to back we're gonna have to do like a gossip episode <laughs>
0: Shit. They need They'll, to No, they truly shit. do. Yeah. Fully. Like, <laughs> I'm,
1: I am fully joking. Like, But also, this is two really heavy episodes. This is two back really heavy back.
0: episodes. Really sit there and um, if you are a non black person watching this, or a non African American person watching this, or non non marginalized person watching this, really sit back and reflect and know that this is not our job as black people to, to educate, educate you. Educate you, like I said in the last couple of episodes. Correct you. I don't give a fuck if your auntie is ninety four years old and will want to die tomorrow. Correct her. Don't let her be going around saying racist shit. Correct your dad. Correct your your spouse. Correct your friends. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and don't
0: you- teach the. It, it's it's learned behavior. Yep. That's the thing. It's learned behavior.
1: Um, if you are a non poc person listening to this, I want you to share this with at least one other non poc friend. And listen to it together, listen to it apart, and come back and discuss, but listen to this and get all of this knowledge that we just dropped in this episode.
0: Yeah, and for all our fans that are non pocs and it's just going to be some homework for you, I want you to go on our social media um, once you listen to this episode and really digest. And I want you to come mm-hmm. back with key takeaways, at least three key takeaways from this episode. Yeah, um, hit us up on Twitter. It's Urban uh, Proper Pod,
1: or on Instagram or Facebook at Urban Proper Podcast, and hit our comment section on any post, any picture, any video, any status update, of uh, whatever we post. We want we want to hear it because we want to know if y'all are actually listening and absorbing the what you have heard from this and share, like I said, share this with at least one other non-POC friend. Yes. Because I want to, I, I, did we need to know. <laughs> Y'all need to know. Yeah. Because I'm sick of it. I'm sick of all of it. Every single last bit of it. The disrespect, the hatred, the, oh, here's a little tidbit of information for you. I don't know if you knew this, and then we can end this episode, because it's already been, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> Did you know that the swastika is actually a symbol of peace in most native cultures?
0: Yeah, and in the Hindu culture, I believe. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. In in every culture but white culture.
0: Mm-hmm. They literally and took it and defiled that symbol.
1: I posted that on my Facebook page today. I was like, wow, white racists are literally so unoriginal. They took a symbol from other people and made it a hate symbol. And my friend commented on it and said, it's very on-brand for them. Very on brand. Very on brand to not even be not even be original enough to come up with your own hate symbol.
0: This culture box is all over the place.
1: Ugh, disgusting! I hate it.
0: Well, like I said, hit us up with three takeaways from this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, if you come to me with negative energy, um, especially because I, I actually am the one who runs Twitter, mm-hmm. I will light your life on fire. Please.
1: And as the one who runs Facebook, I will light you the fuck up also. So,
0: tread lightly. Tread
1: very lightly. Come respectfully. Come respectfully. Or not
0: at all. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.